I think I watched this movie wrong, but I had a really good time. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I noticed on like there's an R-rated cut that's an hour and 53 minutes and there's an unrated cut that's an hour and 55 minutes. That's what I watched. <laughs> that's sure. also because I watched what was on Tubi and it was the unrated yeah, yeah, yeah. cut. Let's fucking go. It used to be on Shutter, and that's where I watched it for the first time because oh. it was like part of the last drive-in. And so oh. I watched it like interrupted by like joe bob segments you know sure 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 this is my first time just like watching it all the way through <gasps> with dude. no interruption <laughs> dude well except yes interruption because i watched it one night before bed for 25 minutes and that's then last what i night did before bed i watched the rest of it <laughs> all right can i say something say it the, I watched like the first 30 minutes yesterday and I was like, when is this going to get good? Which I know is kind of the point, I think. But... Well, because it was marketed as like a romantic drama. Was except it? Except for like the poster was okay. like horror-ish and scary, you know? Uh-huh. But like, because the whole first like hour <laughs> and like hour and 30 minutes is like a romantic drama. And then there's the last 15 minutes and you're like, oh boy. <laughs> dude which i think is just great it's so smart i'm obsessed i personally enjoy that quite a lot yeah it's also i like it because i got i didn't have to get pranked i just know about the prank yeah, yeah. and like i mean I'm a baby but i think you would have had to have been like in japan in 1999 yeah, yeah, to yeah. like get pranked by get it pranked. you know yeah I can't imagine like going into this movie thinking it's a romantic no. drama and then that happening. But let me tell you, if I was in Japan in 1999 watching this movie, I'd probably be mad. I would probably have like a heart attack or something. Yeah. I would have like some kind of episode. Yeah. For, yeah. Extremely fair. Welcome to the Fright of Your Life podcast. I'm Tara. And I'm Riley. And we're here to walk you through the 100 scariest movie moments of all time. As determined by the Bravo TV network in the year 2004. And today we're talking about the movie with the 11th scariest movie moment of all time, uh, directed by Takashi Miike from the year 1999. It's Audition. I did that in a different order than I normally do it, so my brain got confused. I thought I was living. Okay. I like really I thought threw that was very skaty of you, actually. <laughs> I usually say movie title first and then year and then director, so I got really confused halfway through. No, it was good. You were being skatey. I'm going to be saying that a lot, too. Skatey. I tried to text Riley the word slay today, and I sent skatey. <laughs> so that's going to be in my vocabulary forever now. Um, I don't think I've ever been so fucking scared to watch a movie and then coming out <laughs> so, like, specifically amped. That's like, so exciting because, like, I feel like the big scary part of this movie that is so upsetting, like, everybody kind of knows so you feel primed for it. But even then, like the first time I watched it, I still found myself feeling a little unwell. Oh, yeah. But like, you know what's coming. Yeah. Generally. See, here's the thing that's so specific and silly is that like, for whatever reason, I was really particularly afraid because I thought there was going to be like one extremely long needle. I don't know where I got this. <laughs> I thought there was going to be one needle that was like a fucking foot long and i was like i can't deal with that but it's lots of needles that are like 10 inches long and i was like okay (laughs) very different i don't know why uh spoiler there's multiple needles watch out well i guess uh, yeah that's if needles are a thing for you uh you can listen to like an hour of this (laughs) yeah the first like 
80% of this podcast <laughs> is just going to be us talking about a normal movie. Literally, literally. Like a cool movie, and then it's going to get even cooler. And so this normal movie starts out with a man's wife dying in a hospital. Classic. As they well, do. I like immediately... Um, because again, I, I locked into this being like, this is the movie I've been the most afraid of the whole time. Um, and so then when he was like in his hospital, in his hospital, <laughs> um, when he was in the hospital with his dying wife, I was like, why couldn't this be Kuch Kuch Hotehe? Because that's how that movie starts. <laughs> um, and that movie is so nice. Um, that is a nice movie. I love that fucking movie. But um, it's also funny because I like, that's the whole premise but like when the little boy walked in with the diorama, I was like, awesome. And then I had forgotten to turn captions on. So then I went back and it was like, get well soon, mom. And I was like, oh, fuck. I also didn't have the captions on at the beginning and I was stressed. It's stressful because you're like, oh, shit. Because we have had almost exclusively English language movies. I think the only one that wasn't was The Devil's Backbone. Maybe. Let me look at my list. Oh, no, I'm wrong. Because we also had. Um, Zombie uh, is an Italian, isn't it? That's or is so it English true. dubbed? I don't uh, remember. No, there's probably subtitles on it. And then, um, fucking, ah, uh, The Vanishing. Blood and Black Lace. That was in Italian. Oh, yeah. So there were a lot. It's it's been a minute. So I was yeah, like, no, oh, it's God. been a while. Certainly. So Spiri is Italian, right? You're so right about that. I think. That might that be That might dubbed. have been the last. Oh, no, it was Because I remember I thought it was Italian. And when I started watching it and it was English yeah. dubbed, I was really confused. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I was wrong, but still, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. God, and then like I was, I was like geared up to expect like everything to be so bad. So I was like, oh God, the baby's gonna watch the mom flatline. And like, it's still sad, but it wasn't how I thought it would be. Yeah, he does see his dead mom, so that sucks. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Does he like drop his diorama? It's like giving Christmas shoes to me. Like he was oh, like, bringing God. something to show his mom, yeah. but she was dead. Oh no, fuck the Christmas shoes. I hate that shit. <laughs> it came on in the car the other day and we were both just like, what an evil song. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like, For Christmas. <laughs> like so much worse than Jesus Take the Wheel. So much worse. Like at least like, I don't know. I don't like that. I don't fuck with that. But at least there was like something going on in there. Mm -hmm. And it's not a Christmas song. It's not for Christmas. Merry Christmas. My fucking mom died. Like, Jesus. I bought, I'm buying shoes for my dead mother. Literally. When she meets Jesus. Like, oh my it's God. Insane. The Christian, the like, lubification of dying. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the point is the mom dies. Yeah, she's dead. Um, so it's basically a Disney movie. <laughs> um, and then seven years later, they're fishing. The father and the son are fishing like men, and they caught a big fish. They sure are. And I was like, I feel so lulled into a false sense of security, which was the point. For a while. Um, yeah, because it's such just like a movie. And it's like this beautiful shot after the, uh, after the mom dies of the, like, the father and the son like walking home. Mm -hmm. And it's like a very long take, and I liked that. Like, it, just, it just feels like a different kind of a movie than it is, which is fun. I was so nervous. I said, I'd like to be escorted from this movie. Excorted? <laughs> Excorted. I said, I'd like to be excused from this mortal coil. <laughs> oh, I like, again, every single thing. He's like fishing and they like catch a big one. And I was like, oh God, Jaws music, Jaws <sighs> music. It was fine. It it's was fine. just a slightly big fish. It's going to be fine for a really long time. It's going to be fine for so long. Well, <laughs> I have For like a rants. little bit of time, actually. <laughs> yeah. But okay. So they're at home and they're eating the fish and it looks so 
gross because fish <laughs> look gross when you don't I wrote, get all the I wrote, shit out of there. I wrote they're having a really nice meal. <laughs> no, they are. <laughs> I love fish. No, I also love fish, but I don't like the bones. They freak me out. <laughs> I was like, wow, what a lovely meal they're having. And Tara's like, disgusting. <laughs> I'm a baby is what we're learning. Um, no, yeah, I, I like, I've never cooked fish like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like I'm seeing insides of fishes. I'm like, oh, <laughs> um, no, they are though. It's like, great. They're like, this is so big. We're going to share it with the neighbors. Like, it's actually a little ridiculous. <laughs> it's a really big fish. They're like, oh my gosh, like good dinner. And then the son's like, dad look at our beagle over there. And I said, <sighs> that poor beagle is just in the movie to get killed. It's literally, so I was like, I'm going to check. Does the dog die? And I was like, I don't need to do that. I don't we need know, to do that. No, the dog dies. The dog's going to fucking die. The dog uh, dies worse in the book than it does in the movie though. No. So at least we have that. I do not. I mean, I mean, already I was like reading the synopsis. Cause I was like, I want to make sure I got everything. Yep. And then I was like, Oh, I think I've, I incorrectly vibe checked this movie. And so now I definitely don't <laughs> want to read the book. Yeah. But, um, again, like this happened. Oh my God. We watched a movie called kiss of the spider woman for one of my classes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this movie rocks. Like, Oh my God, it was the eighties. And there's like a kind of well done trans character. And everybody was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, <laughs> Melina, she's trans. And they were like, no, that's like, Molina, like Alfred Molina, like the character's last name is Molina. And so they call <laughs> each other by their last names. And I was like, you're fucking kidding. Oopsie. <laughs> but you know what? I stand by it. I don't care. They were like, you can. It was really just like everyone in that class being so fucking sick of me and Copa being like, I mean, she could be trans if you really want. I was like, <laughs> I was like yeah, I do. <laughs> I was so excited about that class. I would never shut up. It was so bad. I think about that all the time. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I was like, oh my god, this is so feminist. And then I was like, I think this was written to not be feminist, even a little bit. It's actually, because I was reading about how, like, Western feminism yeah. hasn't, like, made its, well, certainly in 1999, hadn't made its way to Japan mm-hmm. that thoroughly. So it was less of, like, yeah, like, girl boss women power. Yeah, like, it was more her. like, it was not good for her. It was like, oh my god, women are so crazy and scary. Look what yeah, they yeah. can do, you know? Well, that's the thing, because I was like, how did men make this movie in the 90s? And I realized they, like, didn't mean to. Right. They were like, wouldn't it be fucking scary? And it would. It would be fucking scary. (laughs) But it's like, it would also be fucking scary to be a Sami. Right. But that's certainly not, like, the lens that the film takes. (laughs) No. Um, But I was, again, having I was freewheeling. Which was so interesting, because I spend a lot of the movie waiting for, like, Ioma's transgression. I'm like, he has to do something terrible to deserve this. Right. And then I'm like, oh, the point of the movie is that he doesn't deserve it. And that, like, she's the bad one. But my brain is like, what's he going to do that's so fucked up that she has to do this to him? And I was like, oh. (laughs) The whole time I was like, fuck this guy. Like, I don't leave him alone for a goddamn second. (laughs) Like, there were a couple times where I was, like, I actually, like, because there are times where I don't think I'm being unfair, and there are times where I'm, like, I'm totally being unfair right now. Because, like, the premise is bad, but, like, they find a way to get him as the main character out of it. It's, like, it's his friend's idea, and he's just playing along. Yeah. And it's, like, well, this still sucks. And then he's, like, here's my girlfriend. She's 24. And I was, like, oh, (laughs) no. He's, like, I want someone mature. And then he's, like, hey, son. My girlfriend's 24 and he's like, oh, just like me. <laughs> it's like, dude. But like, I don't think that 
that the way we read that is the way it was intended to be read, you know, which is just an interesting dissonance. Such like a disturbing little like side note of like, he's like, yeah, I want to, he's like, do you want someone young? And he's like, no. And so they agree upon 20 to 35. I was like, (laughs) okay. (laughs) And how old are you? I'm just wondering. Yeah. Like, are you under 40? Cause I doubt it. Oh, okay. So Gongu is a beagle and I would die for him. He's really cute. Um, and <laughs> might not it, say, oh, puppy. I literally, I went, Gongu. Okay, <laughs> fuck it. I'm checking, does the dog die? And then I realized that was silly. <sighs> yeah. I was like, I could see it with my eyes. You know what I mean? I was like, I know what's about to happen here. Yep. God, I love how this movie is filmed though. Like, he has this whole big conversation with his son where his son's like, you seem really tired. I think you should go rail somebody. Like, exactly. Well, say it's like, like that, but... He's like, how come like you never have any friends over? And then his son turns it on him and he's like, you need a fucking girlfriend. You look like shit. <laughs> Literally. And then he's like, and by the fucking way, I have a dinosaur girlfriend. So shut the fuck oh up. Oh my God, yeah. I'm obs- like, why did there need to be the dinosaurs? They I love fucking it so love much. dinosaurs. <laughs> it's Dino wild. DNA. Oh, man. Okay. Um, <laughs> so this is going to come up a few times. I have written down the back of your head is ridiculous because they have this whole scene. This whole conversation is filmed like kind of off to the side behind him, like facing the sun. Yeah. I, I just love it. I don't know. It's just fucking cool, dude. Um, and then they're being movie guys at the movie studio about something. Yes. So I wrote down... Oh, yeah, they're, like, making a movie about a rave, and they're, like, everyone who goes to raves is so sad. Yeah, he's, like, at work. I don't know what his job is. Or he's just, like, (laughs) visiting his friend at work who is, like, a film and television producer. It's, like, his job is movie. (laughs) Yeah. And so they're watching, like, rave footage, and they're talking about how happy people don't go to raves or concerts or whatever it is. And his friend is saying that everyone in Japan is lonely, which is, like, a big through line of this movie. Well, he says he's like yeah, everyone in Japan's lonely. He's like, are you lonely? And he's like, aren't you? And it's yeah. like, ooh. But it's also like, yeah, dude, are you kidding? My wife's dead. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> oh, okay. So then our our buddy is in his office somewhere, <laughs> and he he's like a secretary, I think, or just mm-hmm. like a woman who works in the office. I, it's I, a secretary. Like a, yeah, it's a secretary. And she's like, hey, excuse me, I'm getting married. But being like, fucking weird about it. Yeah, so like, just like very deer in the headlights, like very much like tell me not to get married. Yeah. Loki seems like she might not even be getting married. He's like, oh, cr-, like very lackluster. Like, oh, congratulations. Like, who who too? And she's like, you don't know him. <laughs> he goes to a different school. Literally, I'm like, is your girlfriend in Canada? But it's like so I like the the tension is either coming from like she's quitting her job and that's going to be a problem or she's like wanting him to be jealous and then nothing really happens so it's like hmm it's definitely like, <laughs> to me that they were hooking up which we'll get yeah. back to yeah. later. Yeah. Yeah, she definitely is like wanting him to be jealous. Yeah. <laughs> My next note is women be laughing. Yeah, okay. So I almost <laughs> having I believe it's pronounced Ioma. It looks like it would be like Aoyama. But uh-huh. like I was listening to how they were pronouncing it in the movie, yeah. and it sounded like they were saying Ioma. So I'm gonna say it Ioma, yeah. and if that's wrong, y'all let me know. Yeah. Um, but Ioma's having drinks with his friend, and there's like this group of young women like at a table, like laughing and having a good time, and they're like these fucking women. 
like, it's like they like themselves and it's bringing Japan to ruin. He goes, Japan is finished. Because <laughs> you know girls meme? are having fun. Literally. You know that meme of the kids skipping like four stairs? He yeah. has like one yes. foot on the ground floor. <laughs> I have women laughing loudly. Young women are common and self-obsessed. There's no more nice girls. Japan is finished. Japan is finished. Where are the nice girls? I'm like, they're probably nice. Yeah, I'm like, go talk to them. Have you guys ever had fun? Have you considered no. trying to have fun instead of doing all this crazy shit? They have not had fun. And then Ioma- They don't go to raves. They don't have fun. They don't have fun. Ioma tells him, he's like, you know, I think I might get married again. And he's like, oh yeah, to who? And he's like, I don't know, someone. <laughs> like, that's not how you do anything. And also he's like, yeah, my son said I should get married. So I think I'm probably going to do it. I'm like, damn, I wish my parents just did any random thing I suggested. <laughs> I know. And then uh, to their credit, his friend asks him, like, will you have an arranged marriage? Which in other cultures is something that people oh, do. Sure. Like it is common in right. different Eastern cultures to have an arranged marriage. But he like immediately shuts that down. He's like, no, I wouldn't like that. So like. Yeah, like to us, it's crazy to be like, yeah, I'm just going to go get married. But like, that's how right. it goes sometimes. So That's true. But like, he's so like, I don't know, somebody. And then right. he's like, oh, so you'll just marry somebody. Like, and like, not that just marrying somebody is how arranged marriages work. Like, there, you know, exactly. there's considerations yes. and like family ties sometimes. And, you know, it's a whole thing. But he's like, no, fuck that. I want to get to know her. And then his buddy's like, what if you opened a binder full of women? Literally. <laughs> like, what if you just created your own season of The Bachelor? And he's like, yeah, that sounds good, basically, pretty much. Like, so so get arranged married. Fuck you. He's like, I wish I could just find someone who's accomplished, not young, confident, is a pianist. Like, he has very <laughs> specific criteria. Yeah, he's really, and he's like, so she has to play the piano. And he's like, no, but, but she something should like really that. play the piano. Yeah. <laughs> And so then he's like, I just like don't want to be hasty. I don't want to make a mistake. Like I want to be able to see a lot of women to make sure I pick the right one. What he's speed describing dating. is an audition. <laughs> right. <laughs> or he could go speed dating, which I'm sure wasn't very popular. I don't think it's ever been popular, but still. <laughs> but instead of that, his friend is like, no, no, I have an idea. I'm going to come up with a romance script and we're going to set up an audition with women that meet women, girls that meet uh, your requirements. And then Ioma, he's like, his concern is like, wouldn't that be fraud? Which like, yeah, <laughs> there's other concerns before the fraud, but yeah, never literally. fear because a <laughs> movie will still be made. And his friend is like, you won't marry the girl who gets the lead because you wouldn't want to be married to that type of woman. Like, and she oh, wouldn't want to marry you. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that was, I was too busy getting angry that I was like, Haha, no one would like, no lead actor would want to marry you. But also it's like any, I'm sure any of these 30 women probably could do a good job. Right. Maybe some of them not so much. Who's to say? Also, he's like, I wish there was just a beautiful woman hiding somewhere. And I was like, God, I want to play hide and seek with a sexy lady. <laughs> um, But yeah, just the way he's like, oh yeah, no, I think we should abuse our position of power to find you a wife. And he's like, yeah. awesome. He's like, well, you we can get in pick trouble. And it's like, no, of course not. <laughs> You can pick from any of the girls who like make it to the final round, but don't actually get the part. Like you'll have some good options there, which is like flawed logic to me at best. Yeah. Um. Oh my god. Well, that's oh, wait. Also... 
because one of the reasons why he's like you don't want to marry the woman who like gets the part is that unhappy girls are better actors which made me laugh (laughs) and ain't we ain't we just um that's the other thing too he's like yeah one of the girls from like the final few like rounds of auditions someone you'd like for your son and i'm like do we not hear the problem like because the thing is i think they do they do hear that like they obviously do understand that like these women are really young and like when he talks to his son about it later like it's not like he doesn't realize that she's right. absurdly young it's just not a problem yeah they're like ha sick yeah <laughs> which like whatever i get it it's a thing <laughs> i wrote i am performing a citizen's arrest oh <laughs> they put like this like really weird ad on the radio they're like do you want to be in a fucking movie like, like it seems like the ad is running on like some kind of self-help station oh i think it's like a women's station where they like that's terrifying build up like their confidence like give them advice and stuff and i'm like isn't that like counterintuitive to what you're trying to get yeah, that's though? the other thing yeah it's just an interesting detail to me no, it's like I want her to be young but also mature and she has to be able to play piano, but she also has to be so hot. Like Right. Not that you can't be hot and play the piano, I want to be clear. <laughs> I said anyway, new professional fear unlocked. Yep. Which like I mean that that it's just getting unlocked right now is silly. <laughs> but um it's also like, dude, she's gonna figure it out. Yeah, like, she will. When you start romantically pursuing her, she's gonna be like, huh. You're that guy from the audition, and that's yeah. why you know me and why you call right. me. Like, not to not to be a huge bitch, but barring like a few met, I'm gonna throw this one in uh, for Andrew for the listeners. I received a text message from a listener, <laughs> my best friend Andrew, one of my best friends, Andrew. He texted me and he was like, "Hey, in the Scream episode, you guys did not dedicate enough time to how hot Matthew Lillard is," and I I'm realizing or slash did realize, yeah. So true. So, barring Matthew Lillard, there is not a single man over 40 that I would walk into an audition room and be like, yeah, I'll date him later. You know? I got a couple, but that's well, yeah. beside the point. <laughs> Me when I lie. I got a lot of men over 40. <laughs> yeah, worrying about a man over 40. Like, primarily men over 40. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Okay, but you see, you know what I'm saying? Like, in real life? I, yes, I do. Yes, I do. So he's at home, and I mean, like, he's literally looking at binders full of women. Yes, he is. He's going through their headshots and their resume, resumes, which, like, they ask them to write, like, personal essays. Like, it's like a college Fuck application. Like, but cover letters? I hate those. This is that, but 800 times worse. But also, while he's going through these, he turns away the picture of his wife he has on his desk, ah. which I was like, um, <laughs> that's, he says, I think he's on the phone with his friend. He's like, this is as hard as choosing my next car. <laughs> Literally, it's like, how did they not realize what they were doing? They did, Tara. I think they did. Yeah. I think so they really up. did. <laughs> I just got like a recommended article of like, this woman writes about how like, objectification like actually has like dangerous mental repercussions and it's like yeah it does and these guys were like teehee mm-hmm. um i was so convinced it was gonna like wind up being his son's girlfriend well yeah we should have more <laughs> on that later <laughs> yep put a pin in that i said could it be needle lady <laughs> oh okay well speaking of his son interrupts his like 
women binder time to tell him that he brought a girl over and he's like it's like a parent like catching a child looking at porn like he's like covering up like the images <laughs> he's like you could have knocked yeah literally and it's like it's not like he it's not like you're cheating on his mom he was like hey i think you should marry somebody and he's like don't look i'm not gonna marry anybody right but he feels guilty because it's gross i'm still married to your dead mom <laughs> Um, but don't worry, his son's not worried about that because he's too busy studying for dinosaur class. That's like, I don't think this girl is in him at all. She just no. likes his dinosaurs. <laughs> she just likes dinosaurs. <laughs> she just wants to talk about dino facts. Literally, she's just so lit about Where's dinosaurs. Dinosaur? <gasps> there he is. Uh, or there she, there they are. <laughs> his name's Roman Roy. His name is Roman Roy. Speaking of men over 40, I, I would about that. do That's anything so for no, yeah, I, I said that and I knew I was lying. <laughs> I knew. Oh, but I was like so fixated on like the way that Ryoko, his wife, Ryoko? Hmm? I was so fixated on the way Ryoko, his wife, is like very much in the foreground while he's yeah. seeing this. There are so many shots. I can't even talk. I'm so excited. There are like so many shots, like kind of just behind the photo where like mm -hmm. it's all, you know, she's there. She's looming. She's about. Oh, but in his like scramble to cover up what he was looking at he like put his coffee down on one and it made a little coffee ring on the paper so he pulls it out and it's a beautiful young young girl named asami and he is like enchanted immediately yeah he's like busting a nut and like interestingly the like the clincher is he's reading her essay and she's like i probably won't even get the part like i did ballet <laughs> and then i hurt my hip and I'm just I don't know I saw the script and I I thought it was cool and I, you know she's like so like like fucking demure and that's, and that's his what favorite, he likes his yeah. favorite part of her essay is when she says that like stopping dancing because of her hip injury was like accepting death and now like she lives her life with that kind of acceptance and that's why she's applying like she's yoloing <laughs> literally and that's the one thing like I do have to give him credit for. It's like, oh, she would understand what I've been through. And it's like, okay. Yeah. But sure. Also, she's, tw she's 24. Yeah, she's 24. <laughs> but, you know, whatever. Um, oh, my God. This made me laugh so hard. So he goes outside for dino time. And his son is mm -hmm. like, I met this girl on the sidewalk. And I thought <laughs> she was pretty. So I talked to her. And, like, I can only imagine, like, you know, you're so beautiful. I just had to, like, stop by and ask, like, do you want to read about dinosaurs? And she was like, dinosaurs? <laughs> she really did. <laughs> and then, her. like, tiny note, but she's, like, horrified to learn that she, like, ate her <laughs> little boyfriend's dad's dinner when, like, he told her to. Like, he was like, oh, give her my dinner. Like, I'll go out yeah. later. And then she's like, oh, my God, I ate your dinner. I'm so sorry. Like, let me make you something. And he's like, no, it's okay. And I'm like, it was your idea. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I'm not like I, I don't want to be like okay because one of the things I saw in the Wikipedia article was that like a lot of Western critics were like, oh my god, it's like showing how oppressed Japanese women are, and it's like, let's pump okay. the brakes. <laughs> let's pump the brakes a little bit. Okay, okay, okay. Pro probably, probably a lot of Japanese women feel oppressed. I maybe they do. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we don't need to paint in such broad strokes though. Right. <laughs> right. But there is a and there is a cultural thing to my understanding, which is limited. Of like, like women, you know, like being homemakers a lot and stuff like that. Yep. But um, I imagine, I imagine too, like I'm thinking like an equivalent if I was like over at a boy's house yeah. and like ate his dad's dinner, I'd probably be like, oh my God, like I'd be like, 
can I like get you something? Can I make right. up for it? Like I probably wouldn't right. offer to cook him dinner, but like sure. we exist in different cultures with different yeah. backgrounds, you know, like, and I also can't cook for shit. I, w- I just wouldn't offer to cook for well, the I man. Just, yeah, but I'd be no. like, I could order you something on Uber Eats, you know, exactly. like I would, o- exactly. I would offer to do something. <laughs> these, these young women with their laughing and their Uber Eats. <laughs> Riley, Japan oh no. is ruined. <laughs> We're laughing so much. Japan is so fucked. Japan is finished. We have to stop laughing or Japan will cease to exist. Oops. <laughs> oh no. But also my favorite part of this scene is that the dad comes out of his office and he's talking to Gangu and he's like, ready to go on walkies? He yeah. says walkies. <laughs> yep. He's like, we'll go on walkies soon. Okay. And then also like as he's leaving, like at, in the moment I was like, fuck that's so gross i hate him and like yes but he gives his son like the most aggressive like nice job okay and and it's actually so funny that's in my notes grimaces and everything i wrote that was very sweet in my notes it was really cute especially because like we don't necessarily know his whole deal yet so it just kind of seems like hell yeah man like dinosaur girlfriend oh he's happy for him and it's nice that was like, I was like, why does he have to love his son? So why do I have to like, I know, like, I, I just want to hate him blindly. That's Let me a do thing. it. But I can't. But also the most like, for whatever reason, this was so disturbing to me. And maybe it's like actor fear. <laughs> but the next shot we get is like this like lone chair in what looks like the biggest like expanse of a white room you could imagine. Yeah. And I just like was so struck with fear. Yep, and they're like lowering the shades and like getting Ugh. ready for audition time. But there's like this nice like la di da music playing. I don't know how else <laughs> to describe it, but it's like no, silly yeah. nice music. There's so much like, well, that's like um, I used to my roommate and I used to watch a lot of um Terrace House, mm-hmm. and it's like, and there, so and like there would be like city pop. Sometimes there was like one of the art, uh, one of the like housemates was like a city pop artist, and it's not really city pop, but it's kind of this like like kind of 90s ish like i don't know it's just like 90s movie music yep like sometimes airing on the side of city pop i'm sure i'm totally wrong actually but um oh it's just like you're just sitting there and you're like is this a fucking rom-com or what because this is like it's a very like almost like slapsticky like comedic scene yes. of like a montage of everybody auditioning but it's like interesting because some of the questions they're asking are like so sinister but yes. it's like played off so goofy yeah. and like everything surrounding the sinister questions is very goofy so mm-hmm. it's like very off-putting it's like it's it's giving the shallow grave interview scene where he's like yeah do you believe in the devil <laughs> yeah some of the questions i wrote down is like they're asking what their fathers do for a living if they've ever had loveless sex if they do yeah. hard drugs yeah, yeah who their favorite actress is are you psychic <laughs> and then it's like vaguely like can you give us a demo of what and then they go can you give us a demo and this girl starts going oh <laughs> and then one girl they just like ask her to laugh uh yeah which i hated it made me think of that fucking um you know the factor fiction jonathan frakes like you ever visited the chinatown section of a major city what kind of dog do you think you'll adopt one day like all that shit Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's just like the 800 questions thing and we see ioma just like flipping through like the list of girls who are coming in he's just like waiting for asami to show up yeah god and they have this like comedic break for a woman his own age yeah and, and she, she just, just sits there, sits there. Yeah. <laughs> oh and yeah there's just one girl they i don't know if they ask her or she i mean i'm sure they asked her but we just see this woman just fully taking her clothes off yeah that's true 
And then the other one, and it's like that. And then this girl who's like speaking very, very candidly about her mental health. And then there's another one and they're like, didn't we already see you? And she's like, I had more to say. I laughed out loud at her. It's that really got so me. so good. I loved her. <laughs> yes, I had more to say. <laughs> like, oh God. And so um, Ioma's friend says to him, he's like, you're not asking any questions. Like, are you not into this anymore? And he's like, no, I don't know. I'm just nervous. Uh, but then it's Asami time. And he like, that's what I wrote. He undoes a button of his shirt. Oh, I hate that. I didn't even notice that. <laughs> Fuck him, trying dude. trying to like look all good for her. <laughs> oh, I hate him. It's so gross. And she comes in in like an all white outfit, which is like all she wears for the whole movie is just, just kiss all white. Ass yeah <laughs> um but like she comes in and they're kind of like oh like tell us about yourself and she's like oh you know like i did ballet but i got hurt so i don't do ballet anymore and i like bartend a couple times a week and like other than that i just kind of stay home and like somehow i have money and <laughs> um she's like yeah like there's an agent at a record company that like looks after me personally and i'm like and what do you dad? mean by like, this your father what does this mean but they're kind of like oh, okay um and then <laughs> comes in hot with welcome to the audition i'm fucking in love with you he's asking so many questions he like repeats back to her practically verbatim like her essay that she wrote and he's like and i thought that was so beautiful and i think you're just so great and um um and like this and that and so i just thought maybe you'd like to speak on that and she's like uh you kind of said it all <laughs> yeah she's like okay as he tells her that she takes life so seriously for someone who's so young and then he just like stares at her for a while <laughs> and then she's dismissed <laughs> yeah like oh my god i would be so afraid if yeah. i it was if i was her and so his friend is like oh let's take a quick 15 and ioma's like what did you think of her and he's like she kind of freaks me out <laughs> literally and he's like bah what are you talking about and he's like i don't know like there's just something off also that was fucking crazy what you did in there <laughs> he's like you freaked me out she freaked me out there's something wrong with her which one of my favorite letterbox reviews of this movie is that, like ioma's friend's gonna have the biggest i told you so of all time when he shows back <laughs> up to work <laughs> with one fucking foot <laughs> i told you so <laughs> I love that she has like an MO too. She's like, feet. No, wa no walkies for you. No free feet. <laughs> no free feet. That's like this movie and Misery are so similar. It's weird. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. So like we get this like ominous thing, which like I, I feel like if you're in the like romance movie mindset, which they were like, oh, romance horror. And I was like, Slay. Well, yeah. <laughs> like it's very much like 80% romance, 20% horror. Mm-hmm. But we get this like inkling, right? But like if you're if you're in that like romance mindset, it's kind of like an obstacle. Oh, disapproving best friend, you know what yep. I mean? So he's like, whatever, shut up, and then goes home to Dinosaur Son, who has two things to say. Number one, women are complicated and I'm scared. Yeah, his girlfriend is too complex for him. And number two, there's an old, old Argentinian dinosaur that he's very excited about. But like, I'd like to circle back. Women are people. We're not, every time men are like, women are so complicated. It's like, she got upset when I implied she was fat. Like women are so complicated. She doesn't like it when I ignore her texts. It's like, hey, 
Have you considered that women have, have feelings? And are people? And love dinosaurs. And love dinosaurs. All girls like dinosaurs. True. <laughs> so his son is off to look at some dinosaur shit. So he goes back to his room slash office and stares at Asami's resume some more. And then he finally calls her and they set up a date and he's so excited. And Ryoko's still looming. Not that it really matters, but for me, she's very much looming. She's always there. Truly. Oh my God. And then I don't remember who calls who. His friend calls him. His friend calls him and he's like, hey, remember how like something was so wrong earlier? And he's like, no. And he's like... (laughs) Yeah, so I called Ace Records where she said that guy is, and he's been missing for 18 months. And, like, none of her other references seem to exist at all. And he's like, (laughs) oh, well, time to go on my date. Unbelievable. So they go to this, like, fancy restaurant where they sit at this huge table, like, comically large for the two of them. And she's all nervous, and he's like, oh, don't worry, I'm not going to ask you any questions, you just have to sit there and enjoy your food. And then he's like, so about your agent, and I'm like, what happened to no questions? (laughs) Yeah, wait a minute. This is immediately a question. Also, she's like, so all I have to do, and also, like, you're in her POV, I was really so on my, like, train. Well, because I was like, is she promising young womaning them? Because, like, a music agent, uh, famously also a position of power that can and has been abused. But the point is, well, that's like we're sitting in there and she's like, so I just have to like eat and talk to you. And he's like, yeah, don't worry. And it's like, no, you also have to marry him. Yeah, that's part of it. I was feeling so protective of her. It was so it's so goofy. (laughs) But also, it's really funny because he's like, so what's up with the agent? And she's like, oh, you know, like, sorry, I totally made you think he was my agent. It's because they told me I should do that. I just so good at lying. She's so good at it. And just her going, I didn't mean to lie. And I was like, me when I lie on purpose. I didn't mean to. That's not how lying works. She meant to. She lied. But yeah, she, so she, all she has to do is like, oh, sorry. And he's like, of course. And he's sold. And they seem to have a lovely date after that. Um, and she's it's like. It's such an empty restaurant. Empty restaurant. Huge table. And then she's the one who initiates. She's like, we have to do this again sometime. And like, he's just so smitten with her. And she's kind of like, please, like, if you can, if you have time, like, I don't want to bother you. We can have a phone call. Like, oh, it's so he's so falling for it. And she's so good. She's so talented. She's so good at it. She's so good at it that he calls his friend up after the date. And he's like, I'm not interested in the film anymore. I don't want to see any other (laughs) women. And his friend's like, wasn't this the whole point? Is that like you wanted to see a lot of different women? So you didn't make a hasty choice. And he's like, well, you tell me what's so wrong with her. Hmm?" And he's like, her supposed agent's been missing for 18 months. He doesn't say that, but. He's like, what he says is like, she's too good to be true. So he's not buying it and he can't get any background on her and they can't find anyone who's ever known her. Yeah. It's like, she doesn't exist. I said, I'm getting ready to support the fuck out of some women's wrongs. (laughs) Um, But yeah, his buddy is like, I don't know why this isn't like setting off some flags for you because like women do have families and pasts. And he's like, no, I think they just sit in a room until I meet them and then they become real. Which funnily enough, we cut to Asami just sitting in her room. (laughs) She is sitting in her apartment on the floor. (laughs) 
by the phone and then a little further behind the phone there's a large burlap sack on the ground there so is and that's her whole apartment is a phone and a sack and like three shelves his friend is yoshikawa yeah his friend yoshikawa is like hey like maybe let's try to not get murdered and also maybe don't marry a woman you've known for like four days and he's like fine he's so (laughs) mad about it so he's like sitting around at home not calling asami and his housekeeper is like what's wrong with you like are you sick you never don't go to work and immediately pivots to like you have a lady friend don't you and he does well everyone deserves a break every once in a while and then she's like wait a minute (laughs) yeah and then she seems like kind of jealous or like wistful it's like a weird beat of her like forlornly looking at him that we don't follow through on (laughs) yeah she's like um oh she goes of course a man needs a woman to support him or he'd exhaust himself and i'm like yeah yeah what huh you know (laughs) I'm like, yeah, I think I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, she like, kind of hesitates, and then she does leave. And I was like, is she pregnant? Um, no, probably not. Maybe. She could probably be. not, though. We don't hear yeah, much we, from her. We don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. And then we cut back to Sami's apartment, and she's, like, sleeping, sitting up with her head down at, like, a perfect 90-degree angle. It is chilling she has been sitting in that same position waiting for the phone to ring for four days she has not moved from that spot on the floor and like they do a shot like overhead on her and you can see like the bones in her neck like she's so hunched over it's frightening (laughs) but the fucking phone rings and she gets this like slow smile and you're like because her head's still bowed down so you're like looking at her through her hair and like you see her smile like creep up her face good lord and she like slowly lifts her head up it's like the theater exercises like one vertebrae at a time and then nothing else happens at all whatsoever right (laughs) um regrettably the fucking burlap sack rolls and smacks into the wall It's like to me one of like the scariest jump scares of all time. Yeah, and my heart stopped. Oh my god! There's like this like growling sound that accompanies it, and like it just like Uh, against the wall. It's it's, so scary. It's like phone rings, phone rings, phone rings, and you're like, "Ah!" it's so scary because like you're so focused on like her change of expression, you know, and then like you're not expecting the sack to move of its own accord. Guess fucking what? Because like it's already scary enough that she's like this like skeletal woman i'm not trying to body shame her but it's just that we literally see parts of her skeleton see bones that's the point <laughs> cindy this is bones which not to not to scary movie but cindy this is bones um uh and because it's just like you know she's in this sparse apartment oh there's a sack full of stuff okay that's oh no put those away no there's a man in there presumably it's, Could it's be a living a woman, sack there's a man in there come on and she picks up the phone she's like hi i'm so glad you called (laughs) yeah like she is i bet she is she's like i was waiting for your call she fucking was yeah no kidding i said it's go time bitch 
Yeah, date number two, they're having drinks. He's asking her about her family. They've conveniently just moved to China and aren't super close. So check that worry off your list. Literally, women don't have families. They're all in China. (laughs) Every woman's family went to China. Recently, and they aren't very close. (laughs) But like, she still has her all white getup, but then she has this like fluffy red coat over it. It's so cunty, I love it. Oh, it's so good. It's like, a little sexy but like a little innocent mostly innocent yeah um god he knows way too much about her like he keeps like he's like oh your family lives in tokyo right like he just keeps pulling out details Mm -hmm. about her and she's like oh yeah dude for sure except for they moved to china we're not close you know like he's like do you still work at that bar and she's like the stonefish yeah he's like can i visit you and she's like no She's like, oh, my boss is so nosy. Like, she's looking into my private life. So he tells her that the movie has been postponed indefinitely. And she is not deterred by this at all. Right. And she's like, oh, it's okay. I'm just lucky to have met you. Come on now. We're laying on a little thick here, babes. <laughs> so we've moved to a secondary location. We're at dinner now. <laughs> Surprise. And she talks about how she's like always been alone she's never had anyone to talk to and how he makes her feel so safe and like comforted and supported this is date number two by the way yeah she's like when i'm with you like when i see you i feel so serene like i'm part of something beautiful i'm like what part of what (laughs) literally what he's just a guy he is just some guy but like again she's saying every single right thing like every single thing men want so he's well he has a driver like driving her home and they're in the back seat together and they plan to have dinner again and she's like oh i'll get out here and it seems to be just like on the side of the fucking road (laughs) and i'm like you wait until she gets inside before you drive away you fucking animal but she's just like on the (laughs) sidewalk (laughs) like yeah it's also like really shady she kind of looks out the window and she's like uh uh i'll get out here it's like she like let them get too close to her apartment it's like a busy road too (laughs) it's so weird yeah like she opens the door and it's like And they just like speed off. And I'm like, she could have been flattened like a pancake under a car right now. And he's like, it's also so annoying because she's like, pretty please, maybe could we go out again? And he's like, yeah, I'll call you. I'm like, you're the desperate one. I mean, make a plan now. (laughs) Okay, so he comes home and there's more fucking dinosaurs. And so he goes to tell his son that he has a girlfriend. And this is where we get the piece of info that she is only 24 years old. His son's also so funny. His son's like, yeah, you ain't shit. He's (laughs) like, oh, she's 24, but she's fucking cheating on you. And it's like, oh, yeah. Your new mommy is going to be the same age as you. Exactly. It was like, he's like, I did say get back out there, but I didn't fucking mean it. Yeah. But he's like also kind of chill about it again. Yeah, they're like mostly joking around and it's like, okay, cool. I'm going to propose to her this weekend. I'll introduce you soon. Jesus Christ. (laughs) And he's like, yeah, well, if I meet her and I think she's okay, that's probably a good sign. But like, you're so in love that you have no idea. And it's like, yeah. (laughs) Worth noting, I don't think he's mentioned to Asami that he has a son. Oh, totally. At all. Or a dead wife, you know? Yeah. You think that would have come up because they talk about death a lot, but... (laughs) He's just telling her every single thing that he already knows about her, and that's how their conversations go. Yep. <laughs> I don't know what prompted this, but I said, girl, kill his ass. I think it's just that they're on vacation. Yeah, it's they're, road like, trip time. Weekend house. Yeah. They go to this like beach house, and oh, okay, here we go. 
so they're trying to like kill time before dinner basically he's like ah what are we gonna do like he's like doing this whole like monologue about like well if we walk it'll take this long if we drive it'll take this long we don't have time to do this before and if we want to shower before blah 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 blah. and she's just like slowly taking her clothes off while this is happening (laughs) (laughs) i literally i was like yes weirdly quiet and i wrote oh my god kill him and then i went am i okay (laughs) but she like gets into bed um and she's like come here and he starts taking his clothes off and she's like no no wait i want she's like i want you to like see my body first and i'm like okay like whatever you're into (laughs) but there's capital r reasons um and she like very slowly kind of like yoinks the sheet up to reveal um these like two long scars she has like high on her thigh And she's like, I accidentally burned myself when I was a kid. I was like, in two perfect straight lines. And he's like, okay. And then she's like, love me and nobody else. And he's like, okay. And she says, well, they all say that, but you're different. Um, And then he's allowed into the bed and then they fuck. And I have to wonder, what about dinner? I know. Ridiculous. Well, it's also like, like he gets in there and then there's like a really aggressive flip and then it's like he's kind of waking up but it's like very unclear what's happening how much time is passing yeah. like, is she down there like she and good for her literally but my no. notes say my notes say she's essing his d and then i have it crossed out <laughs> <laughs> i said oh she's sucking dick i was a lot less subtle <laughs> she's essing his d <laughs> we realize she is not indeed essing his d uh, but instead, we realize, as I like to put it, what's going on? Yeah, she's simply not there at all. And he, like, can't move right. <laughs> he's, like, wincing and moaning and groaning. and like Well, he's old, like his, Tara. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> his legs look like they're kind of, like, stuck, like, kind of, you know, in, like, sleep position. And eventually, and, and the phone is ringing, notably. Yep. And I was like, is this about to be a fucking saw trap? And, like, no. <laughs> But like, ah. um, very gone girl of her, in fact, because she is gone girl. And that is what the person on the phone uh, is is trying to tell him. Yeah, it's the front desk guy. And he's like, I'm really sorry to wake you, but your companion left. And like, we need to know if you're still staying or are you going? Yeah. And he's like, hmm, interesting. And also notably, the uh, the like front desk person is like, I called several times, by the way. Yeah, true. Good point. Like. He was drugged. That was my interpretation, and I interpreted correctly, I think. (laughs) (laughs) So he, like, goes home, and he can't find her. He's calling, and she's not answering. He doesn't know where she lives, so he doesn't know where to look for her. She lives at, like, that random intersection. Yeah, she lives in the road. (laughs) (laughs) Flatten like a pancake onto the asphalt. (laughs) And his buddy is like, okay, so I'm going to lay out for you what has just happened. Mm -hmm. Is that, like... Well, he doesn't, in fact, do that. He's very subtle about it. He's like, I mean, I don't know how you're going to find her. All we have is her resume. Like, And he's like, so you're telling me that I'm just some dumb old guy that got jilted? And I'm like, yeah. Yes. That's exactly what he's telling you. Like, his friend is being very patient and kind. And he's like, maybe, like, you just have to forget her. And he's like, fine, I'll find her myself if you won't help me. And, like, storms off. Because he's like, yeah, maybe we just drop it. And he's like, no, no, I'm not going to. And it's like, okay. 
this woman is going to be my son's new mommy. I will not let her go. <laughs> also, like the audacity of yelling, leave me alone at a man when you're in his office. True. Like he showed up to be like, I can't find my young girlfriend. Leave me alone. <laughs> the hiccup that just happened to me. Oh, that was scary. Okay. So he begins his search, and I like before he even does anything, he's just pacing his office. And I wrote, "And what are you gonna say to her, you psycho?" Yeah, hey, yeah, literally be like, "Hey, I found you. Why'd you leave after we <laughs> fucked?" Um. So and so, of course, he's looking at her resume because that's all he has. Yep. Um. And it's like twelve years ballet school. Mater superiorum, help us out, girl. Honest to God. So he rocks up to this dance studio that's entirely boarded up. So naturally, he's like, she must be in there. So he starts, like, ripping the boards off and breaks into this abandoned studio, but not entirely abandoned because there's a little old man in a wheelchair playing the piano. I was like, because huh, he gets like he he gets through, and we just sort of see him, mm-hmm. and you're hearing piano music because it's a ballet studio. And I was like, wouldn't it be crazy if there was a guy in there playing the piano? And there fucking was, and there is, and oh no, <laughs> if I may, yeah, he starts ripping the board down though, and I yelled at my laptop, "It's abandoned!" Like she's not in there, buddy. All um, you got is this fucking guy <laughs> and his little fire in a bucket. His fire bucket. It's fire bucket. Okay. So this is the worst thing in the world. Also, I hate this. this is where like we verge into like incoherent unrelated yeah, yeah. scenes tied yeah. together territory. It's the best. It's like when we start to get nonlinear as yep. hell. It's like, okay, we've arrived. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's moving now. Um, yeah, we have like our second worst or maybe our, in fact, our worst, worst line of questioning. <laughs> Definitely oh, our worst line of questioning because, um, Ayama is like, have you ever had trouble with Asami? And also, where is her house? Um, and Piano Man responds by just laughing. And you're like, oh, no. Never good. Oh, no, sisters. Um, and he is like, have you seen Asami? And he's, and Ayama doesn't say anything. And he's like, have you heard her voice? Have you had sex with her? How was it? And I don't want to say the last one because it's yucky. <laughs> Fair enough. Not that serious. It's like, did you smell her? And it's gross. And then, like, perhaps even more troubling, like, after this line of questioning, we get a flashback to Asami as, like, a little girl, which I don't love that. And I love even less. We see, like, him being this man in the wheelchair, burning her with, like, sticks from his fire bucket. And the burn scars on her legs are, like, very high up on her inner thigh. Like... It's very, like, sexually, not even suggestive, like, yeah, violent and aggressive. And it's yeah. so, bleh. yeah, I, I feel like, yeah, I, yeah, I feel like they imply that pretty on purpose. Yeah. Because it's probably what's happened. Um, yeah. But again, you're in this thing because it's like, how does this knowledge translate across? Because it does not seem to us like the guy is saying this. Yeah, there's a lot of that where, like, we just, yeah. like, are presented with flashbacks and it's, like, is Ioma, like, learning this information right. or is he, like, in an alternate plane of understanding, like, yeah. what's going on? A lot of information is passing between people, maybe? Question maybe. mark? We don't really know. Let's think, too, I'm like, am I supposed to, like, just understand that all of this is, like, real and canon, you know? Right. 
because there's a lot of like nightmarish logic that comes into play later so i'm like yeah what happened but also it's like assuming that he understands that or even if he doesn't this is like a creepy encounter oh also by the way i forgot to say this man is rocking some prosthetic feet um which will be important later my notes say ah i see yeah <laughs> and like for what it's worth they're very like crudely done prosthetic yeah feet. they're like clay feet on like little wooden boards it looked to me like skin like it was yeah. like someone else's feet honestly yeah like sewn into shoes but then there was like planks of wood on the bottom of them to like so he could walk on them yeah. but he doesn't really walk on them much it's like a big reveal of him like standing up and he's like look at my yeah, fucked yeah. up feet <laughs> yeah he's like check that shit out um so that's disturbing to say the least um, but it, it seems, I mean, obviously it's because there's not like a concrete answer to the search, but in my mind, it's like further propelling him into like savior mode. Yeah. You know? So next uh, stop, he goes to the stone fish, which is the bar she allegedly works at. It's like eight flights of stairs underground. <laughs> you know, and it is also entirely abandoned and empty. And he finds like a man who's like wearing like server garb like he looks he? like he's oh, like a gosh. waiter but maybe he's just like coming home from work or something yeah. he like lives above the bar but he's like yeah that bar was closed over a year ago when the owner was murdered and it was such a mess interesting <laughs> yeah I, I was like do we detect a pattern yeah right um but he's like yeah it was some shit with her lover like she was dating a music director mm -hmm. oh Maybe it's Ace Recording Man. Yep, yep. Oh, shit. Um, and also she was using drugs and they found her body like all chopped up. Yeah, he asked him like if he remembers Asami because by her storytelling, it was just her and the owner who worked there. And he's like, no, I don't remember anybody else. Like the owner was usually alone. And then when they found her body, she was dismembered. And with her body, they found three extra fingers one extra ear and one extra tongue and he's like okay that's interesting i'm gonna go <laughs> you hate to see it oh my god and he like sees them on the floor and he's like oh and the guy's yeah, like, like found him <laughs> the guy's like isn't that fucked up he's like yeah like did you see that oh also the guy's like yeah they built the floor fucked up like 30 years ago oh, so all yeah. the blood came out in the hallway and it's like oh good yeah. oh my god and so then we're at home and yeah. I said, uh oh, Gangu, we're really in it now. Oh, Gangu. Because like someone, capital right. S, is in the house. I think we can all imagine who that might be. <laughs> yeah. And this unnamed someone sees a picture of Ioma's wife. And this unnamed someone who we can't imagine who it could be is not <laughs> happy to see that. I see, didn't even process that. Maybe I was looking down. Because what I have written down, because she sees like his whiskey decanter or whatever. Yep. And I, I said, I'm about to get this dog so drunk. <laughs> um, but then uh, Ioma comes home and he like flicks the lights on and then we see a little closet door close. Scary. <laughs> and he goes straight to the whiskey bottle and starts drinking from it. And my notes say, damn, we're here already. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I said I think the most inappropriate thing I've said all episode slash all podcast is this guy's really easy to drug. Like as if he shouldn't <laughs> expect to come into his home and drink his whiskey that like he poured out of the bottle into that thing. <laughs> in his like, decanter. How dare he? Of course he didn't think it would be drug. But I was like, <laughs> God damn it. This fucking idiot drinking his whiskey <laughs> in the house he lives in alone with his son and dog. <laughs> we all know that dog drinks. Yeah, clearly. Gongu's a party animal. He goes to so many raves. <laughs> Japan so is finished. <laughs> God, that's the funniest thing that's ever happened in a movie. <laughs> Japan is so done. <laughs> I'm about to end this man's whole career. Women laughing. I'm about to end this country's whole career. Wrap it up. We're done. <laughs> okay, I... I'm not normal today. I don't know what's going on. I'm not normal any of the days. <laughs> okay. So. Um, okay. So he passes out. He kind of like struggles up and around. And then he like flat falls down like from 90 to 180 or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then, whoa, because um, things are different. And when I say different, I mean exactly the same. Because like, we're back so... at that fucking cafe. So much is about to happen and so and also, many different rooms and locations. Literally. And I don't know if I was tripping, but during the first scene in the little cafe, it seemed like there were some really weird cuts. And I was mm, like, oh, maybe. it's probably just fucking Tubi. But I'm like, could that have been on purpose? Yeah, because maybe. Because here we are again. Mm-hmm. Um, we're getting information we didn't get the first time we saw this date happen. Yes. Um, I assumed this, like, in my head, I was like, is this a do-over? Like... You know what I mean? Cause the place my brain went to, which is definitely not right, was she drugged him because he found out about the club or the bar murders and is like doing it over again because like his son is kind of like out in Dino Town and he doesn't really have a lot of people looking after him otherwise, which isn't exactly true. Um, but the point is they're in the cafe again and I mm-hmm. guess this is information that was exchanged that we yeah. didn't get. That makes yes. sense. So... Uh, Asami discloses that her parents divorced when she was young and she was sent to live with her uncle Mm -hmm. um, and his wife. So her like aunt by blood um, was like very abusive and would hit her and like pushed her down a flight of stairs, which I only mention partially because like the physical abuse is something we have like encountered in her story before. And also the stairs thing. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, and eventually, I think so- that that is discovered. Yeah, she- her doctor like caught on to the abuse. So she was sent back to live with her mother, who had remarried, and her stepfather fucking hated her. And it's like kind of implied through like flashback dream scenario drug sequences that like her stepfather may have been the guy from the dance studio. Right. Yeah. Cause she was saying like, Oh, he was disabled. He was in a wheelchair. Yeah. And like, I would hide from him in like a dark room and I wouldn't move or like make any noise until my mom came home. But anyway, still in our altered state, we're now at like the secondary location of their second date. And now his wife and his son and his son's dino girlfriend are there at like the table next to them. But his his... son is still a baby. Yeah. It's like from the son, the age he was when his mom died. Yeah. 
but like the, the girlfriend, girlfriend is also there as, as she an is adult is a strong word but and his wife is like please don't marry this girl yeah it's like he's like but she seems nice and she's like no <laughs> she's not nice and now we're back in asami's apartment but ioma's there too and she's violently trying to s his d and it's like one of those things where i was like oh is he trying to fight her off not really he's just trying to stay upright yeah it's just like a violent exchange <laughs> almost tackles him to the ground trying to suck his dick oh, okay so then he looks down at who is on the ground trying to s his d and it's his secretary and she's like wet and crying uh, and like it becomes apparent that they have had sex before and like right. she thought it was gonna lead to something more but he just like discarded her and he apologizes to her and then she turns back into asami and then she turns into his son's girlfriend and now we're back at the burlap sack it's so alarming it's so fucking much okay yeah so it's bag friend time and bag oh my god he trips over bag friend who i will be calling bag friend um i called him jump scare guy but that's so true jump scare boy. also bag friend <laughs> um so our friend in the bag is wiggling on out of there and in the background i thought this is what was happening and then was like there's no fucking way that's what happened and then it was yeah asami is in like the other room vomiting Mm -hmm. what we will later find out is into a dog bowl this is a tough watch <laughs> I... <laughs> Woo! this i know i talked about this when we were talking about misery last week but like had to look away from the screen oh, i like yeah. could not be a part of this there were a couple times where I, during the um like the infamous scene at the end mm -hmm. i started singing um it's magic by that one band because i was like oh oh like an upset and then i was like i gotta spin this into something else right like now. the like the ozempic commercials <laughs> oh my god yeah Literally, oh yeah you're right that's exactly yeah 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 and when that happened i was like what the fuck Is because i know allowed? that song so intimately because it was on the herbie fully loaded soundtrack say <laughs> so let's do it all the fucking time uh anyway so bag friend gets out of the bag and he is missing get this <laughs> three fingers and a tongue and i guess also an ear but we're mainly focused on the fingies and the tongue and also his feet yeah hello no feet no, no feet, feet to be seen gee i wonder where they could have gone where'd I those bet feet not made go into shoes or anything where'd those feet go my, my notes oh. say no yeah we remember <laughs> <laughs> um so uh. <laughs> so guys like <laughs> she throws up into the dog bowl and like it's so liquidy ah. like it's it's spilling over the sides as she's bringing it over because this man who like can't speak because he has no tongue but he seems to be like begging for food he likely hasn't eaten much while inside that sack and so she's like bringing the dog bowl over to him sloshing her barf it's everywhere just milk <laughs> dude he slurps that uh, shit <laughs> he like devours it and there's like chunks like falling wow. out of the side it's so yep. bad it's oh, so bad oh, oh, so epic. <laughs> like somehow this is worse <laughs> for me than like the oh, end scene. <laughs> yeah 
Like, By a mile. So, this is so bad. I, I think because like I was thinking about it because like the end scene is like so infamous. I feel like that yeah. you come to kind of expect it and like you're a little more desensitized to it, but like yeah, you're not prepared. You're not ready for the guy eating the barf out of the dog bowl. Not even a little bit. <laughs> not even a little bit. It's so gross. Um, and like unfortunately, it's not about to get better because piano <laughs> abuser is back. I have so many notes left, and there's like five minutes of movie left. Literally. <sighs> um piano abuser is here playing the piano uh and she she literally just garrots his ass mm-hmm. garrot garrot who knows um, wire this wire cuts through bone so easily she so tells easy us. and um she is is di- uh disengaging his head from the rest of his body and he's like kind of still playing piano and then he fucking goes you're wonderful and then she finishes getting his head off the stump and his head flaps onto the piano and falls on the ground and then there's just like various like naked people and screaming and noises for a minute and then it's just it's like a lot of horrific imagery and then we're back to ioma's house he's down on the ground yes and if i may thank god that's over (laughs) yeah Although we don't get much of a reprieve because we come back to something that's also pretty bad. See, but somehow after all of that, I still went, let's go, sis, get your gear on. She's putting on her little gloves and her little apron. She looks so good. It's high fashion. It's a really good Halloween costume. It's really good. Like, who fashion designed that? That looks amazing. Um, But less you go, girl, because she sees that, like, Ioma has come to. He's, like, completely paralyzed, but he's, like, conscious now and she like opens the kitchen door she's like look i killed your dog yeah what the fuck man come on set him loose that would also hurt no and like he's still so cute i know <laughs> he's so little and sweet and dead that's what oh god damn it was about i was like wait why did i get mad at her it's because she killed the dog you don't have to do that dead puppy fucking uh fatal attraction ass or but you didn't have to one? do that. You were about you're about to make your point like so thoroughly. You don't Literally. also have to kill the dog. <laughs> exactly. The dog didn't do anything wrong. He was just cute and there. It's worse in the book Literally. though. I hate that. That makes me so <laughs> mad. Like I get it. It's book, but stop. Stop it. Don't do that in book. Okay, so she's got this little doctor bag and she's like, I'm going to inject you with this drug that is going to keep you totally paralyzed, but your nerves will become very sensitive. So everything's going to hurt more and you can do nothing about it. Like, teehee. God, and we like see her like, um, like de- depress the needle or whatever it is. And like, this is part of why I thought it was so long, I guess, is that like we travel up the length of the needle, like with the drug and the whole way up, I went, ah, like the whole, Uh, but it's just a regular needle. So nobody worry, I guess. Um, and she like, I think she, oh, she injects him with the, um, anesthetic drug, made up mystery drug. Yeah. The, uh, Tannis root. Yep. The Uh, novel. Novel. Yeah. (laughs) And she like kicks him to the side and she brings out, you guessed it, a brand new sack. Where does she get these? <laughs> Special order. She lays this like, it fashions as like a drop cloth right now. Yeah, yeah. She like lays it down. She rolls him onto it 
and just like cuts his sweater and his shirt off. DIY cardigan. Here we are. Um, yeah. And then, if I may, not one long needle, but so many needles. That is so many needles, sis. She, she has like a so fistful. So like many needles. They're like Ooh. acupuncture needles. That's what I was doing the whole time. I was like, it's fine. It's acupuncture. It's, it's totally fine. fine. It's good for him, actually. Yeah, it's like the, uh, the you know, the SNL acupuncture skit? Um, no, maybe. There's one. Uh, it's uh, Jason Sudeikis is the one on the table. Maybe I know this. He's, he's bleeding out, and it's Kristen Wiig and somebody else. <laughs> I, yeah, I think I know this. You know, it's very it's like it's giving I Love Lucy with the chocolate conveyor belt, but it's just them trying to cover up blood holes from yeah. acupuncture. Uh, and this isn't completely dissimilar. Uh, <sighs> uh, but she she starts jabbing him with those needles. <laughs> yeah, she starts out like on his stomach, like above like his belly button but like underneath his sternum it's like right in like the middle chunk and she's like this is the most sensitive and painful spot and it's just like twisting those little needles in and she keeps saying like deeper but the word for deeper in japanese is like kiri and she's saying like kitty 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 and it's so scary <laughs> it's so chilling oh my god i'm it's, obsessed because like just the whole time you just kitty 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 it's so <laughs> yeah She's so like, ooh, like she's saying it so cutesy and like soft. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> oh my god, one of my students, I didn't, I couldn't process it, but she was saying ooh, ooh at me, and I was like, I don't know what that is. And then later, I was like, <gasps> she ooh wooed. <laughs> she ooh wooed. Um, she's ooh wooing him as she's sticking him with needles. Him so hard. And she just very kind of like pleasantly is like, all words are lies, and I was like. Go off, okay. It, it's a tough watch. She has a lot of needles, but don't worry. She has more needles. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing, because she's doing the kitty, kitty, kitty. And I thought she was just getting one real in there. Um, but she gets up to explain that, like, pain will bring you to the truth. And, sure. like, only, like, excruciating pain is going to help him realize what he is. Um, and when she gets up, there's, like, 50 in them. My brother's, said, a pin cushion. On feminism. <laughs> my brother is a pincushion. He really is. <laughs> oh my god. And it gets even worse because they're like, next batch of needles. She starts sticking them oh! in the skin, like right under his eye, like his lower eyelid. Oh, like I was watching it and I was like poking my own like under eyelid to like try and like feel how sensitive it is there. And I was like, ow, dude. Uh. Yeah, I just touched it and my finger was too cold. Right, like, um, even just like pressing it with like the flat part of my ah, finger. I'm like, that hurts. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was being flippant to cope <laughs> this whole time. <laughs> I was like, feminism, woohoo. Um, He's got so okay. pins in him. <laughs> well, and that's the thing too, because we see her put them in like from his POV. So, so like she'll put one in that we can kind of see it in the peripheral. And, like, I read how they did it was, like, they had, like, a fake layer of skin made and, like, put it under his eye. Oh. But, like, it still looks way too real to yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely way too real. I hate it. Um, But if I may, nice lash extensions, girl. True. Um, God, and then she's like, these also hurt, by the way, as if he doesn't know. And then she flicks <laughs> them. Ah. Oh, I forgot she does that shit. Oh, I love her. Um... And I said, no, because why does this outfit fucking rock? She looks really cute. 
She looks so good. But then she starts talking about his son and she was like, you're suffering now, but you'll understand more if he suffers. And then she pivots to like, see, you love someone who isn't me. You lied because you love your son and you said you'd love only me. Like I want your entire self because I don't have anybody else to love. Like I would give you all of me, but you're dividing your love between like me and your son and your dead wife. And that's where they lost me. I was like, God damn it. All right. <laughs> this is what I didn't even consider it to be, which is silly because of course this is what it is. Yep. But I'm still going to live in my silly um, uh, promising young woman fantasy, which not to say that because yikes, but <laughs> it just would be more fun if she killed every man who did the casting couch. There'd be no casting directors left that were men, but it'd be funny. I mean, no, it wouldn't, but Okay. <laughs> So we're like getting so into Joe Goldberg territory <laughs> of like, I'll give you my whole self, but you mm-hmm. won't do the same for me. Uh. <laughs> uh, we're about to encounter some things again, um, which I referred to as oop, foot loss. Yep. I said, welcome back to the stage. Wire saw. Yep. 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 She puts little like, sh- not little big shackles on his yeah. ankles and it's like well you can't go anywhere without your feet and i'm like cool it with the feet <laughs> <laughs> literally what's your thing with feet and she really there's no oh, other way she i just got lightheaded <laughs> she just goes to town on this foot with this wire so she's and having like, the best time we uh, really see it we really see yeah. it yeah yep yep she is. We got a lot of foot trauma on the pod. Oh, this as of is late. when I. Yeah, this is when I started singing. Uh, it's magic. As you should. Yeah, dude, double hobble because she. Uh, let me, let me spare you the trouble. Uh, first one, gone off. We're outside in the backyard. She picks it up, <laughs> kind of giggles at it, and then chucks that thing at the door. Oh my god, it's so funny. It just like hits the door, and there's just like a bloody streak on like the window, and it falls down. It's crazy. And like it's not even like a violent throw. She's just kind of like foot. <laughs> it's like it's literally, it's like careless. She's like hee hee. It's literally Tara. You want some? This bitch empty. Yee. Yeet. Like, <laughs> She but no, I don't want some. No fucking thank you. <laughs> and then, as if this couldn't get worse, his son comes home ah. while she's working on the next foot. And I was like, oh, no. Like, you should not see this. You should Literally. not see this. But she, like, hears the door and she's like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she kind of, she drops the foot, um, grabs what I thought was going to be, like, chloroform or something but i found out is just like straight up mace yeah she's got the pepper spray which like not to be a dick but what was your plan here girl incapacitate the sun but she came at him from behind with mace (laughs) that's not how mace works um but no yeah so she also she's having oh my god so much fun she like oh also while she's sawing the foot like i don't mean to get too graphic but she's like doing a sawing motion like mm-hmm. she doesn't just like whoop. and we see a uh, piano man jerking it yeah we do <laughs> why do we put that in there i get it i get it i glossed over it in my notes <laughs> sorry i was annoyed no it's so okay I, I bring it up i mean i wasn't annoyed no, i was like we were, just, we were on a roll so i didn't want to <laughs> no that's so fair um oh god and the door starts to open i said it seems my dear we have a guest <laughs> um but she has this like childlike joy it's yeah. crazy. She's like giggling. She's tee-heeing. 
Yeah. So he sees his dad like that, which is, yeah. he just like, he doesn't even really react because like, that is not even on the list of things you expect to see. Like your brain's got to yeah. rewire when you see that shit. And so then Asami like comes at him from behind with the pepper spray, but Oh, she comes up behind him with a pepper spray, and then Ioma sits up in bed at the beach house. Yeah. And I'm like, wakey, we do wakey. not have time for this. <laughs> it's sex night again. No fucking time for this. And, like, they, I think, try to make us think that all of that was a nightmare and didn't really yeah, happen. come on. But it wasn't. But it's also interesting, because, again, if you come at it from this, like, men expect everything, whatever the whatever thing that I've been doing, uh, she's, like, it's, like, this little ideal perfect thing. So she's, like, yeah, you know, like, um, I can't believe like I'm so lucky. She's like, I'm I'm I must be the luckiest out of all the girls at that audition. Like, I'm not the heroine of a film. I'm the heroine of real life. Cause she's explained she's gonna accept his proposal. And he's like, proposal? And I'm like, typical. He already forgot. He's also um, just really excited to have his feet, which I thought was yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, he's like, sick. Uh, but after oh. she accepts the proposal, he stops out of it, back to Pepper Spray, which starts a chase between Asami and the sun. And she chases him up the stairs, at which point he spins around and, like, kicks her square in the chest, and she just flies down the stairs. Simply don't be skinny and you won't have this problem. You will not have this problem, because she <laughs> fucking fuzz, she hits some the ground. Air. She lands in such a way, like, her limbs are contorted and like her neck is at an unnatural angle and like you see it like throbbing her neck i know i was like is there an alien in there it's so gnarly it's just that she's that dead it's like oh my god <laughs> um i like i can't believe i said he kicked her right down the stairs and i said don't tell me that worked but like it of worked. course it did she snapped in like more than half in like so she many snapped. pieces <laughs> And then she snapped. That's when she snapped. Oh my god. Fucking poor his son. I wrote his name down, I think. I, I wrote it down at one point. I wrote it down once and never again. Oh, right, exactly. But he, he like kind of runs back over to his dad and he's like, uh like, and his huh? dad's like, call the cops. Okay. And he literally is like, Dad, what happened? And he's like, I I can't speak. <laughs> what the so fuck is this? You got needles in your eyes, you don't have a foot. <laughs> literally who's this lady i've never seen her before <laughs> he's like i know i told you to get laid but come on bro so he calls the cops and he's like hi like this is uh, like the ayama residence um he's like my dad's really hurt and so is a woman <laughs> some ladies here too i kicked her down the stairs <laughs> I kicked her down the stairs <laughs> um oh my god and then <laughs> I really for a minute because we start to kind of move in on Asami and because she's like twitching a little bit I really honest to God was expecting for a minute her to just flip him off <laughs> um, but it is in fact a lot creepier uh, because she is lying there dying looking right at Ayama reciting like line for line all of the like flattering things she said on the first date of like I never thought you'd call. Like, yep. no one understands me. I've been waiting for you. Like, all the woman lines, you know? Yeah. Oh, my God. And then there's, like, this little flash. I just have, like, it's hard. It'll be hard to get over, but life is wonderful. He, like, does that whole bit. And I'm yeah. like, I don't know if you're going to get over that one, buddy. No. 
Um, and we're never going to find out because the movie is over and holy fucking shit. That's the movie. Tara, final thoughts on Audition? I'm rabid. I'm sorry. Like, oh my <laughs> God, this movie's so cool. Even like, It's really good. Yeah, even with the kind of like yucky woman overtones, it's just so cool. It's a, it's a good movie. And you can just pretend the woman overtones are totally on point, so don't even worry about it, dude. It's whatever you think it is, really. Yeah, Melina can be trans if you really want. Exactly, Tara. <laughs> um, so what do you think the Bravo TV network chose as the 11th scariest movie moment of all time? It's just, it has to be like all of needle time. Yeah. That whole, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, come on, come on. I still, I would like to nominate Dog Food Bowl Full of Vomit. It's Holy so fucking bad. shit. And also, like, Jump Scare Burlap Sack really yeah, gets me. That it scared scary. the shit out of me. I, that was at that moment, I was like, that's gotta be it. That's like for a movie that has like three to four scares in the whole right. thing, like, they're all so fucking scary. <laughs> Um, as for the special, my first notes say, shut the fuck up, Eli Roth, because uh, he <laughs> yep. is a lot of it, because he was very inspired by this movie, as you of can tell from every movie he's ever fucking made, <laughs> is just, like, torture porn that, like, wants yeah. to be auditioned so bad. Like, the poster yeah. for Hostel is just, like, a severed foot, and I'm like, grow up. Um, oh, my God. And it's also, like, this is not just torture porn. Like, yes. He doesn't get it. He doesn't yeah, get it. Like, it was he, innovative, and the whole point is that it's only 15 fucking minutes. Like, that even. is the one thing he does bring up that is valuable is how, like, the whole movie is a build-up to the last 15 minutes, and that's not right. something you see in modern-day movies right. anymore, and he really appreciates that. But then he ruins, like, any credibility he has because he's like, yeah, I've been on a lot of dates in New York where the girl is psycho, and this is just like that. And I'm like... Shut your mother fucking mouth. <laughs> he, God, he makes my blood boil. I hate that guy. And also just like the audacity to be like, yeah, it's so intelligent how there's like an hour of buildup and then 15 really fucked up minutes and then make so many movies that are just fucked up the whole time. He doesn't get it. He's such an idiot. Fuck him. I'm not how? seeing his fucking Thanksgiving movie. Oh, is that what that is? It's Eli Roth. I'm not. I'm going to okay, wait yeah, until no, it's like that. on streaming and I'll watch yeah. it for free. But yeah, I'm, I'll pirate fuck that him. Fuck his Thanksgiving movie. I hate this guy. We've hated him. We've hated him for so hate fucking him the whole long. time. So fuck Eli Roth. Um, fuck Eli Roth. Rob Zombie's I, also there, and he says that this was like the first movie that ever creeped him out. Like it was the first <laughs> movie that succeeded in scaring Rob Zombie. So that's, that's delightful. And John Landis is there, and he says, "This is so unpleasant. Why do I want to be here?" <laughs> <laughs> He's so right. He's so right. Really funny. Yeah, this movie rocks. Yep. It's so good. Everyone's so right, except Eli Roth. He can shut the fuck up for Fuck Eli Roth. Fuck him. We fucking hate him. This is the Eli Roth hate cast. I don't care. Literally. Hey, Riley. Hi, Tara. What movie are we watching next week? Okay, this one's a bit of an outlier, but I am still excited about it. Oh. Next week, we're watching a movie from the year 1967, directed by Terrence Young, called Wait Until Dark. Have you heard oh, of this? No, I don't think I have. This was a movie that, like, my mom rented from the library when I was a little kid. Oh, no. <laughs> this was one of my first horror movies, was Wait Until Dark. Oh, my like, God. I remember my mom being like, this is so fucking scary. You gotta watch this. <laughs> and it's starring um, Audrey Hepburn. Oh my and, god! Uh, Alan Arkin. It's Audrey Hepburn and Alan what? Arkin. 
it's kind of really i mean i haven't watched it since i was a child but from my child memory it's really good i just um, realized oh no alan arkin i'm thinking of alan alda i was like this ah. is the first time i'm gonna see alan arkin and it's not a bill Hader impression but i'm wrong Rats. i love alan arkin oh and if like tara you're unfamiliar with wait until dark i will read yes. the synopsis now it's mm-hmm. kind of long so strap in after a flight back home, Sam Hendricks returns with a doll he innocently acquired along the way. Oh, no. As it turns out, the doll is actually stuffed with heroin, and a group of criminals led by oh. the ruthless Rote has followed Hendricks back to his place to retrieve it. When Hendricks leaves for business, the crooks make their move and find his blind wife, Susie, alone in the apartment. Oh, Soon, no. a life-threatening game begins between Susie and the thugs, which is a sick band name. <laughs> Yes! Oh my god. You said comes home with an innocently procured doll, and I said, oh no. And then you said heroin. <laughs> and what blind I was wife. <laughs> oh my god. My blind gay husband. <laughs> There's this couple on YouTube that keeps coming up in Andrew's recommended so much that it started coming up in mine. Oh geez. Where this guy's like, my gay blind husband reacts to like everyone loving him for being gay and blind. It's okay. so fucking funny. He can't shut up about how blind and gay his husband is. <laughs> okay. It's a, you're gay too, man. <laughs> okay. Anyway, if you want to keep up with us, as you should, because Audrey Hepburn. Oh, my gosh. That's so exciting. I'm very excited. Um, I haven't watched this in a long time. I'm, I can't wait. Um, but follow along with us as we prep for that uh, on social media at Fright Your Life on Instagram and Twitter. And you can follow Riley's and my individual Twitters at RileyCassidy1 and at Tara Elwood. And you can join us next week as we try to give you the, the fright, fright of, of your, your life. life. Ooh. Ugh. I had to burp so bad. So did I. <laughs>